Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Alistair, who would you consider to be the man in your life? Uh, you? <laughs> really? I'm the man in your life? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why? I was thinking about getting you a gift. Why? Do you have any ideas? Look, I might have something for you. What's, okay. right? I mean, not for you. I don't have a gift for you because you're not the man in my life. i got someone else. But it's great that I'm the man in your life. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't treat you better. That's fine. But uh, we got something for our listeners, special offer, uh, that could you could you could be the perfect gift for this festive season. Okay. This most festive of seasons. Sure. All right. So um, get ready for that. Can't wait for you to tell me what it is. Oh, well, look, I'll tell you the web address. I'll give you the metadata and okay. I'll see if you can work it out from that. Right? Okay. Harrys.com forward slash think tank. And we'll, we'll say no more about it until later on in the show when I may or may not remember to give the rest of the information required by this advertisement. But Wait, is it razor blades? L- look. I'll say off the top, it's razor blades and associated shaving-related gear. It is the perfect gift for men. You know, men can be hard to buy for. I've because heard that. it's just hard paying money. Nobody likes to do that. No one likes to have to spend money on anything. Everyone's hard to buy for I if you don't like it. spending money. I love it. I'll and, do it for my special man. Well, this is a real. This is going to be a real treat for everybody. Okay. Okay. Harrys.com forward slash think tank. Say no more about it. It's something to do with razor blades and stuff that you get along with that. Boop, boop. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William, Trombley Virtual, and also joining us today is Nellie White. G'day, g'day. Hey, Nellie White. How you doing? I'm very Australian all of a sudden. <laughs> I, never, I didn't know what happened then. I just panicked and my inner essence. <laughs> all your layers of facade <laughs> fell away. I might do, I'm just a shallot. You're, uh, you're nothing but a shallot. It's we, a shallot. Is it kind of like, is a shallot like a root grass? Well, when I put it through the... Um, the self checkout. I pretend it's an onion. <laughs> oh, shallots are the, the they're the smaller onions. Yeah, but they're the ones that the fancy chefs use instead of onions. And yeah. also, that's that's real plausible deniability area. If like if they catch you doing that, you're like, oh, I thought it was an onion. That's a plausible thing that a person might think. Absolutely. Right? I just thought it was a dumb little onion. I thought it was a dumb little onion. You say. That's right, and they're like triple the price of onions, and they're also a bloody onion. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know what? They're part of the onion family, That's probably. an actual crime, is charging that amount for shallots. That's not right. Not what I'm doing, <laughs> not the theft. You're essentially a cop. That's <laughs> <laughs> just natural justice. You're hard on crime. If anything, you're a cop who should yourself go to jail for entrapment for... <laughs> <laughs> you don't get uh, for... confused, Andy. Keep going. <laughs> For making it too easy. <laughs> for what? Oh, man. Nah. What no. You... <laughs> well, no, no. What, what you could be arrested for is for being a cop 
who looked the other way so many times when you didn't buy shallots as onions. Right, yes. yeah. Because yeah. you've got to dole out crime equally, no special favours. The funny thing was when Andy was putting forth his ideas, he was actually sucking on the wrong end of a pencil. So <laughs> oh, <he's laughs> the lead the, end. The lead. And the reason why his brain stopped working was lead poisoning. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Also, I pushed it real hard up in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that I haven't got ink poisoning yet from writing on my hand in school. It is really surprising. Because, <laughs> I mean, the, the threat was there for so long when we were mm. young. I know, and I don't mm. understand why. Are you not pressing hard enough? Probably. Do you think if you, what if you just drew specifically right on your vein endlessly? Mm-hmm. Just keep is going. That what, is that how it gets in? Well, I mean, it's going to get to the blood, right? It was blood poisoning or wasn't it? Can I just do heroin? <laughs> if I'm going to go. Nelly. If I'm doing something <laughs> continuously on the vein, I mean. Yeah, I've heard it's like a warm pillow. Now, I think that there was a sketch idea in the in the shallot onion thing right. already. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, and the fact that by not breaking the law, we are essentially... Or by not stealing the the shallots, we have a lot of court case sketches. Oh, yeah. right. with yeah. uh, with a strange uh, defense. So this is like that meme that's like slavery wasn't against the law, shallots should be against. The law. <laughs> well. But also, I feel like if if, if it's if it's a crime, I'm gonna get this podcast shut down. <laughs> if it's if it's a if it's a crime. <laughs> If it's a crime, if you just said the shallots are equivalent to slavery, I'm we 100% on board with that. That's very much one of the founding premises of the show. And it's uh, weird that I didn't do very well at the Victorian election. <laughs> it's it's weird that you're now a founding, your founding premises of podcasts and you also believe in slavery, much like America. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> But I feel like if there's Happy a self Thanksgiving out. <laughs> if there's a self serve checkout where you can commit crimes, or 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 depending on whether your point of view whether or not it's a crime, there should be also be some sort of little self self serve court, all right, where you should be able to prosecute yourself for that crime at the next counter along. So they catch you uh, stealing onions, stealing shallots, mm. right, and the the security guard or whatever says, all right. Step along over here, and there's another one where you've got to beep yourself through the justice system somehow. You select your crime from the list. Uh, self-serve justice. Self-serve justice, yeah. Uh-huh. And then at the end, you've got to, you know, lash yourself on the back or chain yourself to the to something or put a little ankle bracelet on your leg. But unless it turns out that you're, like in this sketch, you're actually turns out you're a cop now. Yeah, but if you were the cop that turns the other way all the other times... Well, that's true. You're just as bad... But what if you just end up leaving with a cop's uniform instead of a, you know, because what if you're just a really, really good at, at defending yourself? And also you should, you're, should be allowed to self-serve yourself a lawyer. Yes. You represent. They 3D print one next to you like that, depending on how much you can afford. I think there could be a lawyer that comes over. Go get a lawyer over. from Aldi. Yeah, lo- there could be a lawyer that comes over. He's also wearing a Woolworths uniform, but he's got a tie on and he helps you with your justice with your with your court, with your case with your with your defense i think we've gone to the point of too far where nelly's like oh, i can't remember what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm just like i hate self service checkouts i can't i it, and i feel like 
if they're taking people's jobs, right, mm. which mm. they are, because then stealing from them is a little bit fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they stole the job to begin with. Yeah, and they replaced it with a computer. So that extra money that they make, that yeah. should be up for grabs for everybody. Exactly. Mm. It's like one of, they should have one of those, like, booths at the end of the self-checkout that's full of money. <laughs> <laughs> And you see how much money you can grab. Yeah, exactly. Does it all blow around in there? Oh, man, I would love that. That would be so good. I don't know if it's possible to be happier than the people who are in those booths. They seem pretty stressed out. I don't know. Yeah, but I... I think who It's wants... a happy kind of joy, a happy kind of stress, you know? It's a... Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire could just be... That. That. <laughs> but you could just have to get, like... Six, seven people per episode who do that. You ask them about their life story first, and then you put them in the thing, and then you. Let I think them... you're still asking about them, them about their life story as they're trying to grab all the money and all the winds blowing. Sure. Oh yeah. They can't hear you very well. But you should be allowed to like put in flaming money. Great. You know what I mean, like to up the stakes a little bit like that. Yeah. Or just blank pieces of paper. But I think the flaming sure. money is good because it makes them drop some of their other money when they burn their hands, and that's the kind of the bit where people drop down or like have the wrong answer on. Uh, and the higher the money, the, mm. the the higher the sort of the dollar bills that are in there, the more, the higher the frequency of flaming money. So you could go. Let's say you you just wanted to do like five dollar bills, mm. like that. You can go in. Maybe there's like one flaming dollar in there, right? But if you want to do it and it's all one hundred dollar bills. There's sort of like five flaming ones every minute like that and so that you're surrounded with fire. But like then the the real difficult area is the 50s and the 20s because they already look like if they were moving around, they'd already look like flames. Does money catch fire though? This one, this one does. This is special. It's plastic money. It's the fumes that's the problem. Well, so it's like... The money's on fire and you it's might, the, it's like, how long do you have left to live? All right, well, use American money because I think American money will burn, won't it? No? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> or... I feel very confident. I don't know. <laughs> no, but they've got paper money. They've still got the paper bills. Or okay. is, it, is it like a cottony? Uh, there'd be, there'd be, there would still be fumes, though. There'd still be stuff going okay, on Okay, you can there. set it on fire, but can you do paper mache with it? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the problem. Okay. Then once you once you get all that money, then you can't. You're not allowed to make all that paper mache. And then you're gonna make a pig with a balloon in the middle. <laughs> so you can make a pinata. Yeah. And put more money in there, or is it just that's for candy? Right. Uh, just for candy. <laughs> yeah. Great. And so. The... This feels like a Twilight Zone episode, right? In which somebody wishes for a whole lot of money, and they get all the money, but it's in the form of a paper mache pig. Oh, mate, and you wouldn't be able to get it off the pig. Exactly, you can't get it off the pig, and you're like, oh, wow, I asked for a million dollars, but I wasn't expecting it to be a paper mache pig. Oh, oh, what a cruel and ironic twist. Wait, like you can't get it off from the other layers of paper? Yeah, it's all stuck on the pig. And... <laughs> I don't understand what your problem is. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. The pig's made out of all the money. It's all stuck together. You can't get it off. There's not okay, enough specificity. It's all, it's, mm. gl- it's, yeah, you weren't. <laughs> so like. The essence of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so it's the same thing you could like, you're like, oh, I want a million dollars and then it gives it to you, but it's all under your skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, like those toilet seats with the coins. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Is that like a resin? Is yeah. that like the resin Is that toilet, toilet seat? seat? And it and it looks like this. Oh, you're like, oh, yay! Just a whole lot of toys on the toilet. Oh, oh, a happy day! And yeah. I'm getting. Then you reach down to grab it all, it's and like it's all in, it's all in resin in, in there. And you're like, oh, and you look like an idiot. And all these seems... people jump out at you, and they all laugh. Oh, mate, people adding my toilet. That's my biggest problem. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. You, you you think you think the most shameful thing that'll happen to you on the on the toilet when people jump out is that you uh, you'll have your pants down or something, but you don't realize you'll be wiping. You'll be wiping. You'll, you'll, you'll be in the middle of wiping like your mm. taint or between wiping my dirty taint. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> clean taint, dirty taint. I don't want to witness. I'm just like holding up my balls. <laughs> So that people can see my tape, but I don't want it seen. Looking at the paper with shit on it. <laughs> That's another fear. The other day we were at the we were at the at the mall. And Doing both. You're at one, you're, so you're both hands full of paper. What shitty paper you're holding in your hand? The other one. How are you holding up your balls though? Oh, with the thumb, and then, <laughs> and then using all the other fingers to wipe the taint. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's not good. You're right. That's more embarrassing oh. than the coins. No, in the toilet you're looking seat. at your hand that's got shit on it. So you were doing it like Indian style, <laughs> with one hand whilst using paper just for the taint. Oh, so you only okay protecting the taint. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, I think that indicates to, to the people who are jumping in just how filthy your taint is. That you will. Wipe your ass with a bare hand, but oh. you still won't touch your own taint. No, no, absolutely. The taint is what's the opposite of sacred? It's uh, sacrilegious. Yeah, uh, that's worse than that. More like, more like what's a real, real grubby. Yeah, like a kind of like a like <laughs> like a sewer cemetery. You know, where like, shit goes to die. Like yeah, but we're like like where where you put the sh- the shit of dead people. Mm. You know the shit that comes out of dead people. Mm, it was an episode of. Uh, it was in. Uh, Good <laughs> Doctor Phil about this. <laughs> oh, no. I need to cough, guys. No, oh, that's, that's okay. okay. Um, <laughs> don't forget, you got your water there. Thank you. Uh, if you need that, bless you, Andrew. Um, the other day we were at the at the mall and Otis loves just pressing buttons and we went past like a disabled toilet. The person she, he pressed the button and the door came open. No. The person inside wasn't disabled. But it was a lady who had forgotten to lock the door. Oh, no. And she's like, ah! and like ran out of the way <laughs> of the door, but then like was pressing the button. Was she doing anything? Yeah, she was sitting on the toilet. And she jumped Indian off the toilet. Well, or else she's just sitting there. With and the... how do you know she wasn't disabled? Well, I'm just saying she was not disabled enough to jump off the toilet <laughs> and run to the thing. And that's the test. That's the test. <laughs> Well, look, I can feel worse, but I'm just saying she was able-bodied enough that yeah. she could run to the thing able-bodied and try to press enough. enough. Yeah, for me. Yeah. <laughs> but but also probably disabled enough to use the disabled toilets. So you're saying Otis did a good thing? <laughs> I'm saying maybe Justice is, is, he a, is, he a, is he a cop in this scenario? I don't think I don't think that lady's going to use that toilet again. Is it uh, all of us who don't press that button who are the what, cops who are bad cops who 
Because they don't do anything. <laughs> so when you walk past those things, you should you always, always, press, always, the always press the button just in case there's someone in there misusing the facilities. Well, but also, I feel like a person who was genuinely disabled would have used these toilets enough to know about the button system and know the lock system and know how it works. I think that's probably actually a fair. And even if they're not, test. you should. You need to learn at some point that those you exactly. need to press the lock button. Exactly. Right? Because or else Better lose somebody it will, for a will friendly press it face like yours. A good, you know, somebody who's doing it with good intentions, mm, mm. like like such as me, like, like catching you out and <laughs> calling you, humiliating, calling you, you. A fraud, humiliating you, humiliating or, you, or or just teaching you a valuable lesson. I know, but what if it was a group of of gnarly teens in there, all no. pressing the button? <laughs> you know, they all stand there and they laugh and point and things like yeah. that, right? Like I turned away mm. and. Uh, Left her, to, left her to her own devices. <laughs> let my son have a look. Eh? We should applaud you. Thank what you. a hero. Thank you very yeah. much. This is one of the situations where the person who walks away is the hero. Well done, Alistair. There you go. Like a person walking away from an explosion. Mm. It's almost as though stopping your son from humiliating a disabled woman was... The wrong thing to do. <laughs> was the wrong choice. <laughs> You're right. Because if you humiliated... This person more would yeah. have been a more powerful lesson to learn as well, wouldn't it? So do you think she? It would have been like a masterclass from our. So you think Aaron I, I didn't? I didn't do it enough, and so then she. There's a chance that she's now put her, putting herself in a situation where she's yeah. going to get. I think so. Or really, I'm putting her in a situation. I think you should have run in and tossed a bed sheet over her. <laughs> is, that, her. is that to protect her or to hurt her? To choke, you know, so like a restrict light and air from getting to her. <laughs> like a snake. That would have calmed her down. <laughs> like she's a Put bird in a, in a cage. Put her in a sack. <laughs> Take her away. <laughs> so you can find out more information about what she was up to. There should, there should, like, should we carry body bags with us at all times? I do. I don't know. Mm. Do you think, mm. like, but, like, like you at the moment only sort of medical professionals usually mm. will have them. Well, I mean, now that we've got defibrillators... Now we have to uh, bring our own bags to the supermarket. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't we bring the, like, the same like toilet? A, a Coles green body bag. <laughs> <laughs> and that is another problem, is that when people start dying around our... If, like, let's say something goes wrong and people are dying around us, we won't have as many plastic bags to, to protect us from the dying bodies. Mm. So yeah. now we're just going to have reusable sort of cotton weaved bags like that mm. that won't mm. protect us from like germs and, and they'll say stuff like this is not a body bag on the side they'll say yeah sort of like you know like those things on <laughs> superman things that say this won't make you fly uh, yeah, yeah this won't protect you from the germs of... do you talk about toilets this much usually or did i bring the tone down uh sometimes we talk about even worse things <laughs> yeah. i think the tone has been perfectly level this is really yeah. and and also if you're wondering Yes, we do feel awful throughout the whole thing at all times. Yeah, okay. and afterwards. And so if, yeah, and so if you're <laughs> feeling awful, that's also okay. That's how you know you're doing it pretty much as I good feel, as we do it. I feel like I'm at home. Yeah, um, you are. <laughs> something you mentioned before the podcast made me think about the idea We of, didn't speak before the podcast. You're right. Liar. We did not even make eye contact. We sat down in silence until I mouthed the word go now. <laughs> And um, I was trying to tell you to go now. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, man. But uh, you're talking about first aid, that you'd done first aid. 
And I feel like really the first aid, because you talked about somebody who collapsed into the into the recovery position. Yeah. And I think that really that's like zero of aid. That's before first aid, right? If the victim, because the first person on the scene is the mm-hmm. victim, right? So I there should be a, there should be a, li- <laughs> a lesson about how to like you, you should have a vic- you know instead of a first aid certificate, you should have a zero of aid certificate for victims of injury, knowing how to get injured better or injured in such a way. If you are going to faint, faint sure. into the fetal po- fetal no. Recovery. Recovery position. They're not dissimilar positions, to be honest. They're not. Yeah. They're not. One's just kind of usually got one bent leg rather than two. It is the, the the unborn child is really recovering from nothingness. From non-existence. Non-existence. The greatest injury of all. Mm. Um, Except for death. That's true. That's Second true. greatest injury of all. Yeah, there's no all. coming back from that one. But it's kind of pre-death. People die and come back all the time. You're exactly right. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about permanent death. Got to be permanent specific. death. Yeah. Permanent yeah. death. This is that's that's a good, good name, name for, for a George's band. band. I'll text George. <laughs> permanent death. Um, but then also people do come back from sort of not being born. <laughs> By being born. By being born. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait, okay, so you were going into zeroth. Zeroth aid, you know, I feel like like a course, you know, you have you go along to the St. John's place. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of pressure on the first aid people, the first responders, but what about the victim? They're the real first But responder. then are you a hero if you if you help yes. yourself in that way? Yes. That's why it... alcoholics are heroes. Why? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you smoke yourself to death, you'll end up being in hospital inevitably, right? And, like, you'll have lots of lung stuff. It's very expensive. Dragged out for your family, etc. Yeah, exactly. So smoking is real bad. But alcoholics, they just drink themselves to death. They soothe their pain with alcohol and eventually die at home. Really? Yeah. Alcoholics are underrated. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a selfless act, yeah. And so is that... Yeah. So then they don't even get injured. So that's no, even better. No, they're at home. <laughs> Except for drink drivers and stuff. Yeah. There's drink drivers, yeah. And then there's violent drunks. Yeah, they're not heroes. <laughs> Except for when they die. That's true. Yeah, well, then they really take a, then, take a violent drunk off the streets. Yeah, then, they're, is... then they're a really good hero because then they kind of put... It was like a citizen's arrest that went, went wrong. So they were a violent drunk and then they had a real change of heart meaning that their heart changed from one that beats to one that doesn't. Yes. And, and they stopped being a violent drunk. And also somebody that killed violent drunks. Yes. Kind of so. like Batman. I think if there was another Batman, he would kill that Batman. He Wait, would... because he'd be like, you don't pay taxes. Yeah, you, you don't pay taxes and you're hurting people. You're using mm. violence instead of spending all your money on saving people and campaigns. It does campaigns. feel like Batman was probably concealing a lot of his wealth, wasn't he? Like all that secret stuff he had under, under caves crime and that fighting. sort of thing. Crime fighting stuff. Like that would have all been off the books. I reckon that was a big write-off for him. He had some kind of laundering thing going on, you know. Yeah, Batman's not that great. Yeah, but also a lot of those, those caves and stuff like that that are under those buildings or whatever, I bet you he doesn't have a license for those. 
No permits. No permits. Unlicensed cave. Unlicensed cave. He's been done. That cave got its piece. (laughs) It's got its piece? Piece. Pee place. I see, because it's a driving cave. (laughs) It's a driving cave, for sure. I mean, here what we go. What kind of cave do you have? That's why Twilight Zone episodes are so easy to, to, to write. You see, I mean, we've got money on pig, or money in arm. <laughs> but then also driving cave. The guy wishes to be the best driver in the world. But then when his wish comes true, he becomes a cave. And he's the greatest driver, but, but he's, he's a, a cave. cave. And, and a cave, what is a cave? turns out it's just the space inside the cave, really. Mm. And that's an absence of anything, so he turns into nothingness. Mm. And then he doesn't exist. And that's where, But he's still the greatest yeah, driver. But that's where self-driving cars come from. He's the first oh. self-driving car. I mm. feel like this is an awesome point in the podcast to put in the Twilight theme music. We don't do any editing. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I wouldn't either. How does the Twilight theme music go? Uh, bing, bong, bang, bong. Bing, bong, bang, bong, <laughs> bong, bang, bing, bang, I've bong, never watched a single bong. episode of The Twilight Zone. Um, I have watched a couple. It's, it's fun. It is fun. It's just like one idea and they really drag it out. Like so really, it's like really uh, that uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, but Black Mirror feels like there's, there's more stuff along the way, you know. Yeah, they they fill it out. They drag it out, but they fill it out. And it's making some point about how technology mm. is going to hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> Which whereas <laughs> Twilight Zone made some point about how the devil might try and trick you. Yeah. Or Which... being a cave won't be as good. <laughs> <laughs> the council should get involved with caves more. Um, if you were in one of these sort of, I know we, I'm taking us back to public toilets. Hey, you take us wherever you need to take us. But let's say you were sort of holding up mm. your balls or your vagina and showing your taint. Mm. You know, <laughs> flaps. Your flaps, pardon me. How dare. Um, and, uh, and sort of holding. Use inclusive language, Alistair. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Flaps. <laughs> flaps is good because I feel like flaps covers every, men's stuff well, as well. Testicular bags all. are just flaps. They're just outer labia that's been sealed up. Yeah. Which just balls? a full flap. Are they the egg sacs? I think that's our clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> no, your clitoris is in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think you see that's the G spot, isn't it? Yeah, men are very badly designed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Women have a nine-centimeter-long clitoris that's buried under the ground. That's but fine. <laughs> Men need, are the bat. You need, like, a mining operation to sort of be able to... Unearth. It's so weird to think that it goes nine centimeters deep. And, and it's like, all there. It's like a bar, but it could go poink and kill Steve Allen. <laughs> <laughs> is, has anyone ever just tried to, like, to, like, shave down their skin to get to the... Like, <laughs> to like wear down their skin to get so so that the the clitoris is closer to the surface. It really is the clit of the iceberg, isn't it? It's the clit of the iceberg. I'm so sorry. You just said what he said. Why are you apologizing for him? He's apologizing I'm, for I'm me. I'm apologizing for our shared mind. Are you apologizing to the listeners? I'm apologizing to everyone. Yeah. All right. You don't have to apologize. I can wear it. You know. <laughs> He's a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels like. I mean, look, I could be wrong, but it feels like has the clitoris been placed in a bit like slightly wrong position? Like not the not the actual exposed part, but the inner part. Is it not like is it's like not close enough to the surface 
to, to be, be useful. To be useful? For it's enjoyment. weird because it's like an evolutionary freebie. It's like it doesn't do anything except mm. provide pleasure. But I feel like maybe we're mm. maybe we're wrong there. Maybe right. we're wrong. You know, maybe it's like tonsils. You know, they go, they don't do anything. And then they take them out and they go, oh, it turns out they've got this cool little purpose that helps prevent, you know, some cancer from happening. It, it's like it really, they release some. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like I think everything that, that they're like, this doesn't do anything, they go, oh, This yeah. doesn't do anything. You can get rid of that. <laughs> you can get rid of that. You know, like, and then. Cut off your butt. Yeah. Cut off your butt. <laughs> you, go, you don't need that. And then turn What about go, the appendix? What does the appendix do? <laughs> I think appendix also, it's like they're all glands of some sort that release some chemical. I think, what was it? There might have been one recently where they were uh, where they were saying, oh, actually Alzheimer's might start in the app- appendix. Uh, and they said, actually, Alzheimer's might be good for you. It actually probably releases some kind of thing that stops you getting a worse mental illness. Yeah. rock what? Rock brain. That's where your brain turns to liquid. Oh, no. It's a real misnomer. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for it's going. It's named by somebody with Alzheimer's. I didn't know what they were doing. Um, but yeah. the appendix, so, well, it does do something, which is give a really plausible excuse for teenagers to get out of things. That's period. It's pronounced period. So, yeah, <laughs> a period. You They're guys both... really missed out on that. Yeah, it was real nice. I mean, yeah. it would have been great to... It's a super treat. Yeah? You oh, like it? For sure. What, you mean the getting out of things or the having a period? Oh, definitely having it. I love it. It's chunks, it's ebbs, it's flows. I guess mm. guys have getting bullied. <laughs> that allows us to sort of get out of things, you know. Did you get bullied? Yeah. yeah. What did they bully you about? I don't know. Just kind of I just it. want to know so I can use it. Yeah. <laughs> well, one guy, one guy nipple crippled me a lot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Then I, I would start just walking around at lunch. Just so that I was never in a fixed position, so you could, they couldn't find me. Yeah. But then you run into them accidentally because <laughs> you're walking <laughs> around so much. So this is like a group of bullies or something? That could just be one guy. One guy, like a solo bully. No, would... They've got friends. But like, oh, so he's in a group. Yeah, but it could just be just one guy. It was just... But if you bumped into like one guy, one-on-one, mm. he would nipple-gripple you. He could, yeah. That's, that's real intense. Like I always picture this stuff as like, you know, a group, and they get courage from the group, and you know, but like one on one, some people, so some, like some people just have uh, courage. Oh, you know? I see. I've never understood that. He was one of the bravest people I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> he was a hero. Yeah, I mean, did you get bullied, Andy, or did all the other Weasley step in? <laughs> it was weird. I don't know. I think if I was bullied, I I didn't notice in some way. <laughs> Just having a good time. I I somehow sort of like coasted through. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember being being uh, bullied anyway. But then also, I don't really remember school very much at all. Yeah, me neither. I remember like a couple of things that happened. It's possible I was bullied in there, but you know, I was also I was embarrassed a lot. But that was all internal. That was just personal stuff. Yeah. Could there be? I like remember a, that. But could, I just don't remember that. Could there be like a bully situation here, like as in terms of attempting a sketch idea here? Whoa! Um, where somebody confronts their bully mm. later on, maybe they're thirty-five, and this one guy. It's what an outlandish age! Why would you think of that <laughs> age? <laughs> <laughs> a number at random. Perhaps they're you know between it, one and a hundred. Perhaps it still bothers them or something like that, and they they decide to confront their bully, and their bully was like, "But I was." 
I was trying to help you. I was trying to teach you. Have you ever seen the movie Whiplash? Oh, God. I was trying to make you very good at the clarinet. And then, you know, I haven't played the clarinet in 10 years. He goes, that's on you, buddy. (laughs) I did my bit. I did everything I could. When were you good at the clarinet? Well, last time was year 10. Bingo. (laughs) I did the clarinet at school, right? Yeah. And uh, Dane Laidley. Dane Laidley? Dean Laidley, Dean Laidley, the coach of the North Melbourne Football Town Club, made fun of me for failing exam. Speaking of bullying, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so Dean Laidley is a football player. He used, he was a football player then. Then he coached North Melbourne for. He played for North Melbourne. Then he coached North Did Melbourne. Did he go to school with you? No, he was there to do a. He was like there to bully training. the clarinet players. <laughs> to, but, a training thing, you know those things where they made the footballers come and like you do hand bowls mm. and stuff. Yeah. And I was crying because I failed my. No, I got a C in my grade three clarinet exam. And C stands like, for clarinet. Exactly, the ultimate. <laughs> that should win. be the A of this of the clarinet exam. <laughs> and he was like, "No wonder you failed." And I was like, "God damn it, Dean Laidley." <laughs> I'm nine. Who are you? <laughs> he said, no wonder you failed because yeah. you were crying. Yeah. Were you crying like in sort of short, short gasps that don't make for like a consistent <laughs> note like, and a woodwind instrument? What a terrible umbership. <laughs> <laughs> Handball into this. <laughs> you failure. <laughs> Cry into this. No wonder you failed. Well, I wasn't crying before the exam. Oh, man. That was brittle. You know, embouchure basically just means enmouthment. Really? Mm. <laughs> enmouthment. Well, it sounds better in French. Yeah. No yeah, wonder. I see why they kept it. <laughs> <laughs> and your enmouthment around this thing. Do you think that if they discovered that bullying was positive, like you said, for your clarinet playing, that there could be a situation in which office places start hiring bullies in and that sort of thing? You get like a... You get like a consultant bully who comes in and bullies people, maybe just for a couple of hours a week or something like but that. But it's also good they've got a they've got a the, the consultant has to come in and be able to find ways of bullying that gets around current bullying laws. Yeah, that's because they would you know I guess they would be the most knowledgeable of like what the bullying laws are themselves. Of course, it's like a tax consultant or something like yeah. that. You know, they can know how to manipulate your tax affairs. It's yeah. similar with human relations. This is a person, an HR expert and, you know. One of the big four, uh, rather than big four counting firms, it's one of the just the big four guys. Yeah, <laughs> four huge. big guys. Yeah, and they're just, they're very... But there's also women's bullies. You're right, there are women's I bullies. I watched mean, mean Girls yesterday, so I know about this. Mm. You're, you're absolutely right, and I apologize. It's a burn book. Mm-hmm. It's a burn book. That's when you say mean things about people, you put it in a book. Mm. Is that in Mean Girls? Yeah, yeah. And so every time they burn somebody, they would just write it down and go, I told her she <laughs> was no good. Yeah, like when that. this place gets hit by a volcano and they unearth it, yeah, they'll be like, no good. <laughs> <laughs> good thing to know about, <laughs> Samantha. Yeah, that'd be that'd be so like I, I mean that's a, that's a kind of that's a that is a good burn though if like you know in two thousand years the only record of your existence is in this burn book that says you were no good, and that's all that like a future civilization unearths unearths it, 
You know, that's all the stuff with like we find these old scrolls and they're all just a record of how much wine somebody bought in, in a bar- you know, an old clay barrel or something like that. Yeah, they found a guy who was masturbating on Crete. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's unrelated. His name is Alan. <laughs> He's not welcome back at the museum. <laughs> come back. Come back, Alan. <laughs> Once you've changed your ways. Was he at the end of a labyrinth? I bet he thought he could get some peace and quiet. You know, you go, once they got rid of the Minotaur, it would have been a great place to go and just masturbate in the centre of the labyrinth. You know, but nobody's going to walk in on you. Especially when you live with your parents. You know, you live in your parents. You've got nowhere where you can masturbate or have sex Mm. other than your room. And you hear a volcano's coming. And you hear a volcano's coming and you go, I'm going to go straight to that labyrinth. (laughs) (laughs) Better find a picture of a sexy Minotaur. (laughs) Yeah, or like just a wood carving. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, they didn't have photos, so you mm. probably just had to, like, somebody did, like, a print that they chipped out of a wood board and stuck it in some, like, some, you know, the crushed beetle that you get a pigment from? Mm, shellac? Like, you get some, yeah, you get some crushed beetle like that, press it up against a big other piece of wood, get that, then jerk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good recipe. <laughs> um, Guys can be hard, hard to buy for at the holidays. You know, that's the thing about men. They're hard to buy for. It's hard to know what to get a man as a gift for the holidays, as a holiday gift. And uh, I think a great thing to get is uh, is Harry's. What's you know? that? Harry's. Harry's razors. What do they do? Right. Well, I'll tell you what they do, okay? They take a lot, of ha- a lot of the hassle out of shaving. You don't have to go down to the shop, fiddle around, get the person to get the razors from behind the counter. They always cost heaps and heaps of money, mm. right? No, you just sign up to Harry's. Go to harrys.com forward slash think tank. Yeah. You sign up. Right, you can get somebody a, a gift pack starting at ten bucks. What, what's in there? It's well, uh, uh, in the in the in the gift pack. Yeah, I don't know what's in the gift pack. It's, it it just says gift packs starting at ten dollars. But here's another offer. Yeah, <laughs> that I can tell you what's in. If our listeners go to harrys.com forward slash think tank and they uh, uh, they can get five dollars off uh, their first order and free shipping. That's... $5 off your first order. Not even your first order. This is for new and returning customers. So if you've already bought some Harry's, yeah. maybe you got one of the previous offers that we were offering you, you can go back now yeah. as a returning customer and you can get $5 off your order and you get free shipping. So you could be perfectly shaved for Christmas today? You could be smooth. Smooth as the fallen snow on the... On uh, the baby's bottom. On the baby's bum. Yeah. Um, and uh, with that, are you, you, with that, like, uh, oh, you get a, you can get a limited edition holiday set, right? Limited We're talking edition like holiday set. little Christmas tree. This is, well, I'm talking a special little gift box, little, yeah. little designer gift box. You get yourself a weighted ergonomic handle. You get yourself a five blade razor with that little special bit to do it under the nose. Yeah. Any, yeah. We're talking cream here. Yeah, you're talking a sh- sh- foaming shaving cream, which I'm. Keep telling the Harry's guys they got to make one that can eat. Yeah. One that I can eat, all right? None, on. none, no one's got in touch with me from the Harry's guys. I know they're listening to this as well because they told us when we did the ad wrong last time. That's right? cool, yeah. So if they're, <laughs> if they're listening to that, why can't they get in touch and say what they're doing about making this edible shaving making foam? Making the ed- edible well, delicious What color do you want? What flavor? Mint. It smells. It's, it, it already smells no. minty. Minty cream. Mayonnaise. Creams. No, no, Mayonnaise. <laughs> Mayonnaise face cream. That's what's missing. Or, yeah, if they can't make it edible, at least put edible flavors into the unedible one. I don't, I'm just taking Nelly's idea. Tea and mayonnaise. Yeah? Mayonnaise. What's that? Minty I th- mayonnaise. I think, I yes. think if, it, if, it, if it smelt like mayonnaise 
and still wasn't edible, I'd really have some questions. Because why are you making it smell like mayonnaise if it's not edible? What does mayonnaise smell like? It smells like some oil. Yeah, or vinegar. A little bit of vinegar. I think it's mostly vinegar. I think if you were to smell it, you'll come back to me and you'll apologize and say you're right. It was mostly vinegar. I recently made mayonnaise and it mostly smelled like the strong olive oil that I used. Oh, mate, you can't use a strong olive oil. That's what, that's, what they, that's what you tried to tell me. That's what you tried to tell me. <laughs> still did. You know that you have an option to engrave the handle? What? Yeah, the weighted ergonomic handle, that Harry's handle. You've got an option to engrave it. Anyway, I've got to read this, uh, this text verbatim. Get your holiday shopping done early. Free shipping ends on se- December 12th. So act now. Go to harrys.com forward slash think tank. Get a $5 off a shave set while supplies last. That's harrys.com forward slash think tank. Um, Thanks, everyone, for uh, for that. And thanks to Harry's for supporting the show. Nellie, would you I ever... I prefer now. Sorry. Go prefer... <laughs> <laughs> would you... I'm sorry, Harry's. We... We'll never have her on again, all right? <laughs> She's done. She's finished. All right? I like missing parts. What's missing parts? Like parts when you're shaving. Wait, what parts are missing? I just get... I miss bits you're when sh- I'm shaving. Sh- not shaving all the... P- all the, the parts. Oh, right. Not like yeah. different parts of the razor are missing or whatever. No, that's also what leads to a poor performance shape. <laughs> yeah. Not with Harry's. No. no. <laughs> uh, you're trying to get back in their good books. Yeah. <laughs> you Talk know what you me, said. Harry. You know what you said. Dirty Harry. <laughs> is this is this a, like is this a sketch? Right? Yeah. It's those people who shout about Jesus on, on street corners. Yeah. But they're sponsored by Harry's. Sure. I mean, so this is how we can get more more ad revenue. Yeah, something. It's just well, well I I don't know. I guess it's something so that uh, they've got a platform, they've got an audience. Yeah. Right. Why don't they monetize it? Feels like you maybe help them to be able to keep doing what they're doing. You know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just to, like, just to broaden it to, to like what I think more people would be familiar with, and I know that that... I'm I'm just not using the name of the company that we're currently being used. Sure, you don't have to associate it with them. <laughs> but but I feel like maybe they would they would advertise Audible. Yeah, absolutely. Audible.com get $15 off your first uh, purchase. Yeah. You know, and then going back to shouting about how Jesus is going to And then return you could, you could put a joke, all... You could put a little joke in Oh, that'd be great. In like where what what his uh his URL would be. Yeah, hey. and also his recommended book of the week. Mm. So say I look up uh, here, you know, what am I doing here? Looking up... Uh, the... Uh, the Bible? <laughs> the number one book. The Old Testament, maybe? What do you think is better, Old Testament, New Testament? I'm Jewish. That's very offensive. Well, Old Testament is Jewish, right? I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Even asking really the Jewish. question. Oh, not really Jewish. Oh, mate, I hate those yellows. Tell them to shut up. Mm. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say too. I mean, you could do it in you could do it in in in, in regular conversation. You could do it just with lunatics, just people just sort of rambling to themselves. They could have an ad. For, you could uh, get two 
Bible yellows and have a Bible yellow. Mm. Dueling. How come it's Bible not like yellow. the Bible yellows? How come there's no like what's the like there's like, no Torah yellows? I do not I I actually don't know. I don't I don't know why there aren't what just like conservatives that yell out about what, how no, economics works. But there's works. only a Bible. They only use Torah. One book. Torah. Yeah. Oh, Torah. Yeah. Which one's the Torah? That's the Jew one. Oh, mm. but the Jewish uses the Torah and the Old Testament, does it? That's a fair question. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe is it because is the Torah still written in Hebrew, or yeah, have they, have they translated? My dad nearly dropped it in temple once. We were there from my. So you're not Jewish. You are no, Jewish. I'm my dad's Jewish, and to be Jewish, your mum has to be Jewish. Yeah, right. Sorry to hear. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I've uh, made peace with it. Yeah, great. I take the bagels, I leave the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I love bagels. How good are they, though? Yeah. Oh, I don't okay. think they're that good. Have you ever had the fresh ones from Montreal? No. <laughs> <laughs> You should be Hug. ashamed. <laughs> I think. I think. I mean, you came back at me real hard there, and I had nothing. I, I just got. I like, thought I was squaring up for a debate. But. You know, it's just that I think that what we encounter here in Australia is sort of like a, a lesser bagel a lot of the time. Mm. I haven't been to a lot mm. of the fresh bagels. The same as the celebrities here. that we get on our reality TV shows. Exactly like that. Yeah. We, bagels are the Sophie Monk of bagels. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and like Sophie Monk, bagels never wear underwear. Apparently, it's a. Think somebody, she told Bagels people never after wear she underwear. sat on their seats. Is that is that the hole? Is that the underwear? The oh. underwear is the hole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, number yeah. three teacher would, idea. <laughs> what would what would under underwear for bagels look like? It'd be that'd well, be really difficult. You. No, no, no. It would just be a plug. Eh? A plug? I think you could have one of those g strings with just the little. You know, so you got the, the three strings that go around and mm. they create a little triangle over the front hole and mm. then they create a smaller triangle over the back hole. But the, the, the holes are the same size front and back. I know. Wow. <laughs> but it's just so you know which one's the you front and which, which one's, one's the, the front back. now. That's, that is good to know. Can you, can you tell on a normal bagel which one's the well, front the hole bottoms, which one's the, the bottoms, back? Well, because the bottom's flatter and the topper is, roll, uh, is rounder. Mm. And Why don't you like bagels? Why don't I? Yeah. They're too dense. Yeah, I think that's because we like you get the supermarket bagels. And Are like, you, you 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 you're dismissing me? You're saying like I'm some supermarket bagel fuck. <laughs> well, you just dismissed them as being too dense, and that's a that's a real um, it's a supermarket bagel fuck kind of uh, criticism. <laughs> I get. I I always ask for the mud bagel. Is that wrong? Uh, no, 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 that's the perfect thing to yeah, ask the for. Mud bagel? So you're just getting them from the wrong place. <laughs> you don't like dense foods. What about beetroot? <laughs> I don't like. I don't. Oh, beetroot is the worst food. I don't like dense breads. Dense breads. I don't like dense breads. The, all the breads that you make are very dense. That I make? Yeah, aren't they dense? Oh, they were dense. They're getting less dense. I'm getting better at it, and I don't like the dense ones. That's why I'm striving for lack of density. So you like a you like a French brioche deal? No, that's that's too airy. I think. Yeah, and a little sweet and stuff. I just like an airy bread. Anyway, it's fine. Airy bread. It's not fine. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It's a real problem. Yeah. No, it's not okay. <laughs> I think the fresher they are, they're, they're much lighter and fluffier. I think they kind of absorb the moisture in the air or something. Yeah, would you consider that to be a flaw with the bagel? The fact that it absorbs the moisture out of the air? And no. It gets no, more no. dense somehow? I, I guess if a flaw is something that 
you know, like if something is flawed just because you don't like it. I'm but glad I'm, we're on the same page. Yeah. Bagel flaws. <laughs> bagel flaws. I mean, what, so what, what do you, you re- do? You reject supermarket bagels? Look, I don't reject them entirely. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to corner Andy and trying to find ways why his beliefs are not good. You know why you should get on a straight corner and be like, bagels are bad. <laughs> yeah. The bagel, hate bagel preacher. Bagel, yeah, I love bagels. There's something about them that's so good. It's like a sweet quality to it, which is probably what you object to. There's a like a cakey quality. So tell me what I object to. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's what you object to, though, isn't it? <laughs> you see, that might a... be accurate, but don't say it out loud. <laughs> See, I think that's the other thing with hate preachers. I think preachers. you're thinking of donuts, Nelly. Oh, mate, I love a donut too. Yeah, yeah. you know, what? I don't like donuts. I don't that like are, donuts that are that are not dense enough. I like a dense donut. I only like the cinnamon donuts and really? the rest of the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, you caved real quick. <laughs> There's some I like. I mean, I'll eat them, and I, I don't want it. I don't want it coming back to me. I don't want people being like you, you said, said on a podcast. <laughs> that you, but my infinite. Preference is a Sorry, hot, Nelly, fresh we didn't get you a donut. donut. That's like my number one. I don't mm. really like filled donuts mm. so much. They're too sweet most of the time. Yeah, no, you're right. But what if they filled them with something savory, like gravy or something? Gravy. You know what? I have a lot of I have a lot of time for cheese and chive stuff. So if really, cheese chive donut, maybe. Do you do you ever get one of those things from like Bread Top? Get one of those breads that's just got like a hot dog in it. You know what? That is light breads, and that's your heaven, that's, Andy. But it's too light. Because I, I, I find it too light too. It's, yeah. too, it's yeah. too light. Absolutely, <laughs> bread top is way too light. Everything there is just like air and sweet and hot dog floss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't hot like. I don't floss. like that dried am, pork stuff. Oh, it's yeah. brutal. Can you? Is there some way that we can get like a fairy floss thing going, but it's hot dog? Hot dog floss. Have you ever used the fairy floss machine? It's a nightmare. It gets in everything, little grains of oh, sugar. It's awful and painful. You're, I'm having flashbacks. I have done that one time, and <laughs> it was really unpleasant. The They're fairy floss sticky machine. And... What is it? What is it? Like uh, the cone? It's just a. It's just a cardboard. There's no cone. cone. It's a stick. It's like a popsicle stick, a long popsicle stick. Yeah. yeah. And then you just. And then it just kind of. It just comes out like a web. It. So it's essentially like... like candy lint. Yeah. Candyland. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't they call it Candyland? <laughs> yeah. Oh, in, they, it should be stored like instead of the stick, you should just get it like uh, you should get a big cardboard belly button like that, mm-hmm. and instead of spinning it around, you kind of just get your hands in there and you act like the hairs of your t-shirt on yeah, your belly, you bundle belly it in. like that, and you bundle it in like that, and then you just eat it out of the belly button. Would you be able to identify a belly button without yes. the context of a belly? <laughs> Would I be? Wait. Would I be able to identify a belly button within the context of a belly? Without, Without. the context of a belly. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think, I think so. this is like coming back to what it means to just be a cave. <laughs> the guy wants to be the best driver of all time. <laughs> and he does, but he becomes a belly button. <laughs> oh, man, um, better write that down. <laughs> I, I, I think, though, Alistair, I think uh, like belly button lint um, – that thing that you're talking about. Belly button lint fairy floss. Belly floss is uh, is a sketch. I think there's some kind of, you know. Oh, for sure. Festival, carnival type thing and the carnies are there and they're, they're offering it there. And it's a belly button kind of cone. It's a pink cone. Sure. I think a pink cone would look a lot like a belly button. 
and uh, or flesh color. My the other ones are brown. Sorry, I know just, they're not brown in real sorry, life. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so whatever, well, whatever kind of flesh color I, kind. I like, I like how diverse your <laughs> your view of belly buttons is. You know, yeah. Actually, was, I was me, wrong. To me, a belly button is albino. Really? Every button, belly button is completely albino. You don't see belly button color. I, yeah, and I, no, also my eyes, my my eyes are affected by the the albi- albinism as well, and so I have pink eyes. That's what I think when I think of a belly button. I think that the belly button is itself really white, and my eyes are pink. <laughs> Imagine if you looked inside a belly button and it just an eye opened. <laughs> That's a lot like a conversation that Alistair and I had at work, but we weren't talking about belly buttons. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about something else. Junk, buttholes, uh, wee. Yeah. wee holes. <laughs> wee holes or vaginas? Well, at the time we were talking about the male piss slit. <laughs> <laughs> at work, you say. Yes. At work. If people were wondering what we're, if we're the same at work as we are on the podcast, yeah. Um. Uh, um, how would the eye have gotten into that belly button? That's a good question. I would pay someone to put it there. <laughs> so you pay would a lot of pay money. somebody to to put it in your belly button. Hmm. And is this to to keep scare... away crows from my vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> to, for, to scare animals that are trying to get crow. Wait, <laughs> not to scare animals that are trying to get the crows on your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got vegetables. And there's, and there's crows eating them. For you, they're they're being, for, now the crows are being preyed on by I don't, yeah, eagles or foxes yeah. or something? For, no, no, no. For, <laughs> hey, who's scaring my crows off? For me, the crows are the crop. I grow corn so that I can catch get, crows. Get the crows. And then I get all these kids. Tough guys like birds, you know, like Mike Tyson. <laughs> like birds. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. He was a p- pigeon fancier. That's right. Yeah, he did love p- pigeons. And that's and why he became a boxer, because somebody crushed one of his pigeons in front of him. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I'm hoping that happens to me. <laughs> You're hoping that it does? <laughs> yes, so I can become a little famous boxer. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably don't have as much natural talent as Mike Tyson, so you're probably going to have to crush quite a few pigeons in front of me to really get me into the same level. <laughs> I'm not feeling it yet. <laughs> Keep going. Mm, I'll get up. So far, it's only made me a little thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually it'll be like... And you're climbing the stairs, but around are just pigeon carcasses everywhere. She's climbing a pile of yeah. dead pigeons. When I get when I'm going towards the ring, there'll be like a bunch of people behind me crushing pigeons. Oh, the whole time. <laughs> the whole She's time. sustained by it, like Superman is sustained by the yellow sun. It's weird how much I love them, but <laughs> I need them crushed for my boxing career. <laughs> um. Uh, that's really good. Do we have some words from a listener, Alistair? Yeah. Wait. <coughs> Nelly White, every episode we get three words from one of our Patreon supporters. Did They're you very, very good people, and they send us in words, and we use them to inspire us to come up with a sketch idea. Oh, fantastic. I love support. <laughs> it keeps me going. <laughs> Nelly, that's absolutely the right attitude. <laughs> You know what else I love? Bringing other people in. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so that they can look at my belly button eye. <laughs> Stay away from my birds. <laughs> <laughs> look 
just want to support my career. Wait, so, so the belly button eye is there to scare off the animals, the mammals that try to eat your crows that you've... No, but you're attracting with the crops. Now they're pigeons. Let's scare away the the animals that are going to kill the pigeons because she needs to save the pigeons to be crushed by people to fuel her boxing career. Yeah, they're private pigeons. Yeah, these are these are medicinal. I'm just gonna write these down. are sports medicine pigeons. They're motivational pigeons. Yeah, they've been they've been trained to have an effect on me. All right. Because you can't you can't do anything internal for you know sports. You can't take drugs. There's no in, there's no sports that happen inside your body. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. You know, there's no internal sports. All the sp- sports happen outside. Outside. But let's see. What what about a, like a ball? Like what's a ball that you could put in your body? Mm. And like a fake testicle. Through. Like a fake testicle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now, now where, how do you, what is it? You put it in the bag or do you put it in, or do you swallow it? And it's like a race who can pass the testicle the fastest? No, because people get rid of testicles all the time. And Wait, they... <laughs> explain that statement. Well, sometimes they get toxic. And so, toxic testicle? Yeah, if you get cancer or something, they'll cut it out. Okay, but they don't just get toxic. Like, a good testicle doesn't just go bad sometimes. No. Or, <laughs> it, has to be, it has to be cancerous or something. Like yeah, that. exactly. So then they get rid of it. And <laughs> <laughs> then they sew in a fake ball so people don't feel upsided. Sure. Right. Right. But so how- and then you got to dunk that ball into a tiny basketball Wait, ring. Wait, which one? <laughs> the one that's in the bag now that's sewn in or the one that's been taken out? No, one no that one's bad. The one that's out's bad. You got to keep it within you. Mm. Okay, so you got to just dunk your balls into a basketball. So when they put the new ball in, they also put in a hoop. They're putting a little Great. hoop in the sack. Of course, a ball in a cup kind of scenario. Exactly, yeah. a dick hoop. I like it. Yeah, and so is it inside the dick? Do you. <laughs> Or is it is it in the bag? You've got to stuff your it's fake ball be... <laughs> into your dick. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you know how like you know how like if you sort of use your muscles, you can sort of pu- pull the balls up into your body a little bit. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that we can do. A yeah, little bit. Eight, can you do it now? Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I already was. I've already done it twice. <laughs> Nelly, we're both doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's amazing. What yeah. a moment. Oh, that's where that's where the sad. testicles go when a guy orgasms. That's really? the, that's yeah. the yeah. first time I've ever done something with my balls because somebody asked me to, by the way. <laughs> the rest of the time, it was because I wanted to humiliate them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this hour was the first time that I hadn't done something with my balls because wow. somebody had asked me. Anyway, um... Okay. Words from a listener. Words from a listener. But, I mean, I haven't finished with this internal ball sport, but maybe that's for another time. It's another story for what another else? day. The badminton, like shuttlecock. I, sh- I mean, you could just swallow a shuttlecock, and then who can pass the shuttlecock the fastest? Mm. But you got to weigh it out. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like you got to pass it. you got to get it into your – that's the problem. you got to get it into your bladder. Mm. Using only your mind. <laughs> <laughs> They call it the internal Everest. (laughs) I think we watched a movie about that once. (laughs) The internal Everest? (laughs) 
Eleanor watches really awful movies. <laughs> what was, was that called, movie? It was called Mountain. All right, Eternal think, Mountain. <laughs> yeah, it was called Mountains or the Mountain, and and then the whole thing. It felt like it was like some Australian celebrated Australian documentary filmmaker who's made it. Yeah. Right. Um, and just so you know, when we went and saw it, the 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 website had linked to a. A movie that said that it was about a young Jewish girl <laughs> trying to get out of the sex trade or who had got in the sex trade that got involved with some bad people. Something like that, right? Yeah. right. That's what we went to go see. Anyway, <laughs> we went and saw this movie and it ended up being like somebody who was like, right, Mountains 101. It's like, I got a GoPro and I'm not scared to use it. Yeah, yeah. You go, mountains have been a symbol of, of human challenges for an eternity. Have you, you know? ever seen someone skiing? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Sherpas go up mountains and people <laughs> climb mountains and things like that? And you go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and at some point, yeah, exactly. It was well, like, When are we going to get a bit of light relief with this sex trade bit? Yeah, yeah. When's, this? when's this Jewish girl yeah. showing up? Yeah. <laughs> there she is on a ski do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she's really out of that sex trade. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Your family won't reject you now. Be safe in the water. <laughs> Watch out for the shark nets. Oh, she's having some surf and turf. I don't know why. I just imagined her at a chalet at that point. Yeah, I can imagine that being real depressing. Oh, yeah. man. But the best bit is that Alistair knows that I love walking out of movies. So he's always like, do you want to leave? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> That's my oh, favorite yes. thing. It's and when we got delayed when we didn't have to see the whole thing. It was really good. That does sound good. Anyway, oh. there's three words from these a listener. three words from a listener. Uh, the, li- the listener who uh, donated to the podcast, mm. Patreon, is actually not a person with just a name. Wow. They've They've gone under their podcast network's name. Hey. The Dog Hair Network. Oh, the Dog Hair Network. Yeah, great. We've had some lovely communication with the Dog Hair Network on uh, on Twitter. I believe we're possibly going to appear on one of their podcasts We've in December. We've been invited. We've been invited, and I think we're going to try and make it happen. Yeah. But they're in Scotland, and so the time zone at the moment is a bit. Are they difficult. Scottish? Yeah. I wish you'd said that at the start. I would have listened more. I love Scottish people. Well, you should listen had... to the Dog Hair Network. No, I won't. But still, I'm going to tell you at the funny. start of every conversation that the people in it are Scottish, <laughs> just oh, to hold your attention. It sure would. I love Nelly. I'm Scottish. Oh, hello. <laughs> he actually is. Alistair was born in Scotland. What? Yeah, I was born it's in like Aberdeen. A, like a web of Aberdeen. lies about you. You just like, are you from Canada? Are you from Bega? Or are you from Scotland? Yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? It's what a, a web. web. <laughs> what a web. What a tangled web. Unwoven. Unwoven. <laughs> Alistair, unwoven. <laughs> this is the episode where I really get roasted. <laughs> um, there are three words. Thank you, Dog Hair Network, for your words. I'm going to link to your podcast in the po- show notes. Great. Please check out the Dog Hair Network. Now, the three words are huge... <laughs> Wizard and balloon. Great. Well, I mean, already a wizard is uh, is is automatically big better if they're bigger. I imagine because you can probably fit more magic in them. That just makes sense. Sure, they might be angrier because they're bullied. For like being ha- big. Yeah. 
Really? Because I think you already think of a wizard as kind of like being the nerds of the they medieval probably world. Are. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then again, the, maybe that magic was thrust upon them. You know, yeah. the, or do you become a wizard by kind of like studying and getting into Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that? Is it like hackers? Are they kind of like the hackers? Don't they? they go to the forbidden section of the library? That's is that how you actually gain magical powers? Yeah, so it is. It is like that mm. in, in, in books where it's like you get the magic. It is very sort of playing into the nerds and their, like, their insecurities and that sort of thing. You always get the magic and the power from like studying and reading old books and stuff. There's never like a wizard story where you get power by like running really fast and catching a, a ball and then you know sure, kissing sports, a bunch of people. The, the sports wizard. Yeah, the sports wizard. You know, he's, he's a jock. He's a wizarding jock. And he well, gets... In Harry Potter they've got the freaking... That sport, yeah, the snitch thing, golden snitch. That's true, but I don't, I don't think doing that makes them more magical. Like, a wi- okay, it's a series of, <laughs> it's a series of wizarding books in which people get, get ma- more magical just by going to the gym and working out really hard, just like getting real. Oh, I buff. see. They get more magical by studying and locking. Golden nuggets, etc. Golden nuggets, yes, yeah, etc. They, like they're that they're shitting golden nuggets. Oh mate. <laughs> but I mean, there is that contrast between somebody being like a ripped, dumb, buff asshole because obviously muscles mean stupidity, mm-hmm. and them also having super magic powers where they can like bring make sort of trees come to life. One thing I love about going to the gym is whenever there's a huge dude, they yeah. always have the highest voice. So whenever mm. I'm picking up a super big weight, which I do on the red, <laughs> then if a guy wants to use a next, he'll be like, excuse me, can I have a next? And I'm like, um, your voice doesn't match with your physique. <laughs> and you tell him that, don't you? Oh, I mentioned and it. And then you get taken to some kind of disciplinary thing at the, at the, at gym. the gym. Have you ever been disciplined at the gym? Once for not bringing a towel. <laughs> what do they say? They just go, excuse Where's me. Where's your towel? And I was like, it's in the car. And then I left and I didn't come back because I didn't have a towel. So wait, like that was after you used the machine? Yeah. Yeah, right. I just... was using a stary master. That feel, doesn't feel like you sweat on those much. I think somebody noticed and complained. And they're like, where's your towel? <sighs> so it's Nux. like. Yeah, I know. Gym cops. So it's already like like what's in West Germany or whatever during the what's the gazpacho? What are they called? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cult tomato police. They, yeah. they, they were they were cold. They were notoriously cold. Yeah. What uh, are they called again? Gestapo. Yeah. Gestapo. It's very close, isn't it? Yeah. It. I mean, I reckon that I reckon a few people made that joke in uh, in uh, West Germany under the time. jackboot of the uh, the regime. They yeah. Probably laughed and laughed. Probably kept now, the same. Now imagine that. So you're in the gym, right? People are spying on each other. They're dobbing each other in, mm. right? Not just that. The people with huge muscles now have magical powers. <laughs> they're, they're, also, they're also wizards. And they can, they can do balloon animals really well. Not a cool thing. No? This is not cool. This is wizardry. Okay. I don't know. What kind of wizard do you want to be? I'm yes. a shit one with big muscles. Hey. I want to be weedy and taut. You want to be taut? Taut, weedy wizard. Like, like just thin, like lanky, like a yeah, like sort of like a like a long distance runner. Mm. Sure, for sure. Yeah, wiry. 
Yeah. What kind of med- does it does your what if your shape affects how what the kind of magic you can do? If I've got to be a wizard with big muscles, no deal. No. <laughs> but you could do you could do you could do magic, but like you know how you, you can shoot that beam. The beam will always be the width of your forearm. Oh, the beam. Because they always do shoot that beam, don't they? They shoot a beam. So right. then, but it comes out the width. Oh, not your forearm, but or maybe your forearm. But I was thinking, what's the arm? Upper arm, bicep. Arm, yeah. arm. But arm. Um, Is there no bit um, that's just arm? Is it forearm and then bicep? bicep. Yeah. There's Where's no the arm? It's crazy. There's no arm. It's crazy that there's no like the whole arm. There's no arm there. Yeah, there's no arm. It's actually there's no arm at all. What? It's hand. Yeah. Wrist. Elbow. Forearm, that sounds almost like arm, forearm. Yeah, it sounds like you're getting close to the arm. Yeah, you'd be like, okay, I've got the arm, I've got the hand, I've got the wrist, I've got the forearm, the arm will be next, but it's not. Never. It's bicep. bicep. Or upper arm. Upper arm. Maybe then the shoulder's the arm. No. The elbow. If the forearm is the forearm Mm. and the upper arm is the upper arm, then the elbow must be the arm. Maybe the elbow pit? The elbow pit, that's the arm. That's My favourite thing is that Andy's actually getting agitated because <laughs> <laughs> he can't specify arm. Where's the arm? <laughs> we can try and go in a different direction with this huge wizard balloon. A huge wizard balloon. It makes me think of that um, huge wa- uh, cow, sky cow, sky whale. Sky whale. Sky whale cow thing, that big hot air balloon that they fill up and it's got huge pendulous breasts and it floats around. You What's seen her this? name? Pizzini? You know P- that lady? Ah. P- uh, Patricia Piccinini. Piccinini, yeah. yeah. Piccinini. She's, she's amazing. She's probably the best artist. That I think is. she might be the best artist. I think, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, how can you make that and every, you have these creatures that look like real things, but they're also monsters? Yeah. Mm. Right? But then, then there's, there's other somebody. sky whale floating around. Yeah. And then there's other people who just like, yeah, I painted a, s- a circle. Yeah, like there's that. a sunset. I did a sunset. You're like, all right, well, she made a sky whale. Yeah, she made a sunset out of human flesh. Yeah. And they made the sunset have a sad look on its face. Yeah, and then there was a, the sunset had an ugly, ugly baby ugly with a pig's ba- nose. Yeah, pig's That's nose. art. That's real art. <laughs> yeah. And it made me feel sad for some reason. I think people with paintbrushes should put them all in their eyes. <laughs> Never look at things ever again. Is that a sport? Is that it's an, an internal, internal sport. sport. <laughs> Paint br- oh, first person to completely paint their eye ball. Sounds like a winner. Right. <laughs> hmm? Completely black. But that's not within you. Yeah, it you still sounds external, external to me. Yeah. What you got to do <clears> is <throat> got to drink. I went real close to the mic because it's important. <laughs> yeah. Drink dye and turn your eyeballs black that way. Or, you know, those people who eat too much, like, carrots and stuff. Turn a bit orange. Mm. Yeah, or that guy from Dr. Phil who went blue. Mm. Is that colloidal silver? Colloidal silver, yeah. What was that? What happened? He, he was trying to help his friend because his friend was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling blue? <laughs> That's I'll show blue. you what that means. <laughs> that guy sounds like a huge wizard. Yeah, <laughs> with a balloon. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, wait. What were you? Where were we going with that sky cow thing? No, I just. I mean, I, th- I think it's. I think it's really cool. Yeah, uh, but where? How was that linked to huge? Well, it's 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 oh, a it's huge balloon. balloon. It's a huge balloon, uh, and uh, a zeppelin. It floats over the landscape in quite a magical kind of a way. Is it still uh, going? I think yeah, they're bringing they brought, it back it's in, recently. It's in it's in uh, it's in Australia. 
might be in, might, might be in Victoria. I think it's in Victoria. I think it flew over the Yarra Ranges this morning. So, yeah, it's relevant. It's really relevant right yeah, now. Yeah, I brought up something that's relevant. Is it mostly a head? I th- no, I think it's all body. It's got a big tail and breasts. It's a lot of its breasts. Yeah, it's got a lot of dangling breasts. Mm. Makes and, you think that there should body. be lots of small ones that could drink from them. And But I feel like it should have a bigger body as well. Well, you take that up with Patricia. I'm going to just write down the thing. I don't think you're in any place to criticize Patricia. I, I <laughs> hold Patricia up to the highest regard. Yeah, well, I mean, you said before that she's the only person who does art, probably, I believe. Were your exact words. <laughs> does that sound like a criticism? I think when Otis opened that door of the disabled toilet, that was art. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that we could reset? Like, we won't, we won't tell people what is art, but if we just reset the baseline for art... That like, that's art at the bare minimum now. The bare minimum is Sky Whale. That's the bare minimum art. So anything that you do from now on has to be more art than that. And the person who sets that is the huge wizard balloon. The huge wizard balloon. Yeah. That was that was how he visited Earth from France. Siri- Sirius FM. Yeah. <laughs> Pointing at me so hard. <laughs> uh, and uh, he came here and he told us what the now baseline for art was. And then you can't make anything that's less. You're not allowed to doodle. Mm. not allowed to. Uh, what happens to the doodles if you doodle? Y- you burn. <laughs> no, yep. you just you just can't call them art. Right? And no one can There's sell them. There's a big gap or, between you burn and Yeah, you I, can't I, call like it to, I like to think that it, it, as soon as you stop and it realizes, like, then. The universe realizes that it's a, that it's mm. finished. Mm. It starts to burn from it onto you. Okay, and then and you have to run. Like you have to like put your hand out and shit like that. And then and then and then people will be like, "Oh no, I think maybe you just burn up, right? You're just totally and spontaneously combust. You're burned, right?" <laughs> and and people will be like, "Well, then how if you're gonna do art? Will you know if you're doing art that's enough art to be more art than the sky whale?" And we'll say, "Well, you'll know." You'll know if you... You'll so know. you guys are basically ensuring that there's no art. Uh, no, 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 we're ensuring that <laughs> there's really good art. a really high standard of art. Yeah. And and also, but then you I'll... don't start with Sky Whale, though. You've got to work up to Sky Whale. Mm. Don't give me that look. Don't give me the look of Sky Whale. <laughs> How about this ground whale? Okay, is that more or less art than Sky uh, Whale? Well, you have to make it more. So think of the, sing about the sky whale, right? It's not inflated; it's full of dirt. Oh, like a real whale. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is over. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Do we have anything for that last one? I just there? wrote wizard beams are the size of the forearms. <laughs> yeah. Look, we tried. You know, it's there'll be, there'll be wizards trying to get ripped, so they got bigger forearms. I think that thing about we don't know which bit is an arm as well. If we haven't already talked about it on the podcast, we've before. done that about pure leg. Have we? Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we've done the exact same bit, but with legs. Well, with legs, essentially. No, but we were talking about how like there's the thigh, and then there's the other, there's the shin, but then there's just this bit between the knee and the shin. That's just pure leg. That's I think. leg. I, yeah. I assume that was the bit. <laughs> no, I think that sounds about Great. right. Yeah. We really did rehash that, didn't we? Yeah, but 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 the actual the arm actually has no arm. Alistair, quickly take us through all the all the sketches that we've come up with today. You ready, Nelly? Please. We got 
um, shallots stealing, or wait, running shallots through as onions is not a crime because shallots, the price of shallots is a crime. <laughs> and so when you steal shallots, you're actually a cop. Yeah. I don't actually want to get any angry mail from shallot farmers. I know you're angry, but I don't want to hear about it. That's okay. But you're still buying shallots. You're helping them. We'll give no, out... I'm not because I'm not paying for the shallots. We'll give out your address, but we won't tell them the number uh, of think, the street. We'll I just think that, tell them the street. I think okay. that risk is on is on the Woolworths, is on the supermarkets. I think it's the risk is on the shallot farmers when they began this crazy thing. They knew it looked like onions. But that's why they only ever have like a little handful of shallots there. Yeah, they're all right. This is too tempting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they just, they just grew tiny onions, tiny shit onions, and they were like, Business idea. Call them shallots. <laughs> I just came up with a new thing, shallots. It's shallot of them. <laughs> we got the Twilight Zone style sketch where you want money and you get it, but it's all on a pig or, or it's on inside your arm. Are we just taking things from my life now? Wait, was there, have you ever had a thing with no. money? <laughs> Uh, we got a bully consultant for businesses to bypass laws on bullying laws and get the most out of the, the benefits out of pushing people. See, a lot of people telling you that um, bullying actually isn't effective, isn't an effective way to get the most out of people. That's because you're not doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of stuff that they would say. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Whiplash got the best picture Oscar, so. That's right, and that was bullying that did that. And I think I think the, the guy who screen wrote that also was being bullied at the time. Oh, mate, success yeah. all around. Yeah. Um, we got uh, Street Preachers with who does ads for all, Audible or Belly Button. Uh, this is not he doesn't also do the Belly Button Lint Fairy Floss, but that's another idea. <laughs> we got uh, we got a, I mean this is another just stupid Twilight Zone idea, but this, he wants to be the greatest driver, but then he also becomes a cave. <laughs> I'm amazed that that got written down. But all right, I mean Alistair, you come to me with a storyboard and you explain how you're going to put that on screen. I love that. I don't we'll know. We'll have you, a conversation. This is how they invented the Tesla, and then Elon Musk just takes. Takes credit for like these self-driving cars, but, but actually, actually, there's a caveman. He's trapped a, in there. He's Maybe a they, real caveman. They cut him up. They can't see him because he's empty space. Right, but you can cut up empty space. Wendy right? rescued you capture the him boys. In, you drive. You drive it. You drive a car through the cave. <laughs> Got tie boys inside. <laughs> of it. It's an internal sport. Yeah. <gasps> <Until> everybody fun. <laughs> <laughs> and they were an internal sports team. <laughs> Melly's <laughs> finally on board. Well, that's the only thing that's made sense this whole show. Um, we got g- guy who gro- grows corn on farm to attract crows, which are the real crop real crop, um, which he tries to protect from mammals, hungry, <laughs> hungry bird mammals, not bears. bird mammals, but bears that eat crows. And uh, Nelly scares them away with her belly button eye. Oh. No, that doesn't have to be part of it. That was just another sketch idea. Ah. But, but then there's also the the person who wants to become a good boxer by having pigeons crushed in front of them. <laughs> and uh, you assume, like, this is the guy who's, like, the pigeon crusher, who's, like, a, basically the boxing trainer. He goes, you come, like, what's it going to cost me? He goes, you come across to me as a 75 pigeon guy. Like that. Oh, goes, that's a lot. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nothing yet. <laughs> Crushes them in his hands. And we you got... have to crush an animal in your hand. What animal would you pick? Frog. Fuck. 
have frog. It feels like it don't have, don't really have no like bones or anything. Don't have no bones. But then wouldn't that be harder to to kill? Because they're so flexible, and you'd be like, die, oh, Demi, just causing it heaps of pain. I hadn't thought about this at all. Yeah, maybe I think a budgie. Oh. <laughs> you know, because I think it'd be like, you know, sort of like in, in like, um, Dumb and Dumber, where it's like that little, that that bird that the that they end up, that the mm, bad guy mm, pulls, pulls its head, head off. off. I, it feels like that would be easily doable. You know, in their tiny bones, you could crush them all very quickly. What about you, Nelly? Um, maybe ants. Fuck. Ants, ants would hate this sketch. Yeah, ants would hate this sketch. That's a theme of this podcast is occasionally we ask what what sketch would ants like. Oh, I see. Well, not this one. <laughs> Sorry, ants. We have a lot of ant listeners. We have a lot of ants. A lot. And then we got the uh, wizard beams are the size of the form. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The thing is crushing animals in your hands is you don't want to pick one that you like and you don't want to pick one that you hate. And you don't want to pick one that's going to, like, ooze everywhere, get all sticky, you know, like stuff's going to so come like out a, of it. like a cicada or something. Cicada, I, I feel that would ooze. I yeah. feel that would definitely ooze. So I don't want that. Um, what about a snail? Most, snail. Most animals have, like, an ooze within. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but I feel like you could squish the budgie and no ooze would come out. The ooze was inside you the whole time. <laughs> it's an internal spot. Mm. <laughs> At making ooze. <laughs> the first internal sport. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for coming away. It was good. <laughs> thank you very um, much for listening to the podcast. Yes. Thank you so much, Nelly, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Nelly, can people find you on Twitter or anything? Absolutely not. Please do not find me, especially you. Listener. <laughs> you can follow us at Two in Tank or at Alistair TV. Uh, I'm at Stupid Old Dandy. It would be lovely if you could support us on Patreon. Thank you so much for everyone who does that. I'm thinking of introducing a new podcast here because yeah. you know how I'm going to introduce the one for, where for $13 I'll tell people my full address. I thought that was going to be $18. Uh, $18, yeah. You're right. I'm selling it too late. $18. Well, then $20, I'll give you George's phone number. And you can directly text him band name ideas if oh, you come up good. with any. Maybe he could just start an email account. It's just that. Great. George's band name ideas. At gmail.com. Which is a great band name. We'll, we'll, we'll That's a great idea. That he not, has he not named his band? He still doesn't have a name for his band. That's dumb. That's the best bit. Yeah. No, he, but he really cares and he, wants, he's, he really wants a good one. Okay. So, so you might say like, what about Eyeball? And he goes, no, that fucking sucks. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I'll come up with hey? I'll come up with something undeniable. Great. Great. That's that's how you you know, that's how you uh, make it to the top. You, cut you gotta be a completely undeniable. You gotta, Band talent. namer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, if you could review us on iTunes, that'd be so lovely. Yeah, or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called these days. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I think people know what I'm talking about, right? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they don't. What's that, Nelly? Razors are a waste of time. <laughs> you actually can just rub a rock on your face. Start a fire. Start a fight. A fire. I'll start a fire. <coughs> and you um, know what? We, we love, love you. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 